What's up, y'all? This is wide receiver Deontay Simpson. This is cornerback Cam Johnson. Cornerback Deshaun Getty Jr. Senior forward Zachary Simmons, and you're listening to Bruins Breakdown, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and joining me is Colin Mitchell once again. Colin, say what's up. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't as excited as you usually are. I guess that's nah, I didn't. Guess. Yeah, we, we, get, we, got, we have a guest. We have guests, yeah, Colin, exactly. so we got we to gotta keep it, you know, low-key. But, um, man, we're joined by J.J. Murray and Thomas Bell from North Texas Basketball. Obviously, y'all know who they are. Uh, how are y'all doing today? Good, man. Good. Can't complain. Good. 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 Enjoying this, this third, what is it, Wednesday? Join this Wednesday. Yep, for sure. For sure. Um, well, we, we obviously have a lot to talk about. Um, I'm not going to keep it too long, but uh, we're going to start off. I'm going to start. I want to start off with y'all coming back because that's obviously what happened most recently. Um, I'll, I'll start with you, Thomas, man. Uh, what went into that decision for you? Uh, how tough of a decision was it? And just how did it play out? Uh, I mean, really, like going into it, it wasn't hard. Like after the. Like as soon as the uh Villanova game in it, uh you know, that's pretty much what guys was thinking of, like what's next. And I mean, like it was honestly for me, it was like, you know, taking a free year, it was it was simple. Uh, you know, coming back getting, you know, the same thing, like free food, free, free money, once you think about it, and then going pro, everything not promised, especially uh the way times is right now. Uh, or, you know, trying to enter the draft, you know, nothing is promising. And taking it, just might as well just take this year, use it to your advantage, you know, while it's there. But, you know, coming back to uh, North Texas, you like, you know, it's another opportunity for me to get better, you know, as a player, leader. And, you know, I ain't reached my, you know, I ain't reached my, my peak or my potential yet, you know. And, uh, you know, I can still get better at a lot of things. And so, you know, being here and there, be, be, uh, Getting the opportunity to be like the leader uh, next year, you know, that's something I want to know. I want to, I want to get on. I want to jump on that. So, uh, you know, decision wasn't that hard. Like it wasn't that hard for me, uh, honestly. Uh, it took, it took. You know, I just try to think about it, you know, for as long as I can. But uh, you know, come back, you know, I, I think I made the right decision. For sure. And JJ, what about you? Was it was it difficult at all? Uh, I know you got your, I mean, degree and whatnot, and uh, but what was that decision like for you? Um, yeah, so obviously after we we lost to Villanova, um, kind of like Thomas said, you know, we're all kind of about kind of thinking about what's next. So you just kind of have to sit back, and you know, our seasons are long. Um, they go from September, I mean, we, because of the COVID year, all the way up to March. So mm-hmm. just the mental and physical grind of a year, and and so you just kind of. You know, you're kind of tired by the end of it all, so you just kind of sit back. And you know, me, I took a couple of weeks, and I was just thinking about um, whether I wanted to, you know, start my career or um, take another year. And um, for me, it was like I wasn't going to leave unless I was able to get my dream job. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it kind of gave me, um, you know, the option to do that. And um, just from talking to my family and friends, you know, I have the rest of my, my life to work. And so – um, you know, coming off back-to-back conference USA championships, I mean, just 
winning a championship there's no better feeling than winning a championship and so with the opportunity to you know do it for a third time um and just kind of like thomas said we got to come back get better we know we're losing you know key key guys and so um you know we just got to get better and, and for last year being my first year to actually play um you know i, I think i can only improve on that use that experience to kind of take it in the next year so that was kind of my um, thought process going into uh, my decision uh, speaking of championships, I guess we'll go on to the, the conference tournament. Uh, y'all kind of finished the conference. Y'all started five and one in conference and then won three and then lost three in a row. Going into the tournament, how, how, what was y'all's mindset? Going, going into the tournament, like, I was talking, I remember talking to JJ uh, about how we lost, you know, no, everything was kind of like we were we were taking it like uh, kind of lightly, you know, when we were winning. And I feel like we didn't have a we didn't have that that grit and grind to us. And UAB came in and smacked us. They were they were the tougher team both games. And Marshall, we let that one get away. But I mean UAB, uh, I'm I'm really glad like we were able to get get that game on the schedule because that game did get postponed. Yeah, and I think it's, it benefited us that. You know, it really was a blessing in the skies that we was able to play them dudes because UAB they they got a tough group of guys. They play hard, and physical, and they and and they got some grit to them. So, you know, that's what we need to see. That's what we need to play. Cause we really had to dig deep both of the games because uh, they were they were on us. But you know, like going into the tournament, that's what we needed to see. So once we got that out the way, you know, we 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 got that we had that grind to us. You know, even when games was closed, even when we was down, like we've been here before, and we know what it looked like. We are like, uh, we know what it looked like. This is what we practice on. So, we really just had to uh, get our minds right and put it into play, like going into the tournament. Yeah, and uh, JJ, I mean, I talked to I mean a couple of coaches, and they talked about how after the UAB losses, y'all really had to come together. Y'all had a team meeting. Y'all had a players meeting. Uh, at, between that time and the conference tournament, what was that? What were those days consisting of for y'all, and how what what were those team meetings like for y'all? Right, so I think you kind of have to go through those that type of stuff um, to to do what we did. So we lose three in a row um, going into the conference tournament. So we knew we had to win four games in four days, and so um, I think kind of like Thomas said, we we talked. Um, uh, I think a day or two after that game and just about what happened and what we kind of got to do moving forward. A few of us talked to coaches and just figuring out what we had to do to, you know, to learn from those from those losses. And I think since we're all we were older group, honestly, most of us. So we've been through a lot since we've been here. I don't think I think we all believed and knew that we could get it done, but we we obviously couldn't play like we did in those last three games. And so us just being older, I think we didn't, we, we, we talked about it. Um, we, we met as a group the day before we left um, for the conference tournament on Monday as a team. We all kind of just um, talked about what we, what we learned from the, the three game losing streak and what we feel, we felt like we needed to work on going into the conference tournament. And so um, obviously like it's, it's easier said than done, but, it starts with, you know, knowing why you lost and knowing what you have to work on. And, and we, we got that out the way um, earlier in the week. And then after that, I think we were kind of all on the same page. Everybody 
in that in the room on the team wanted to win a championship. And so um, that's where that's kind of what drove that. And and then I picked y'all to lose, so that that helped. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't believe it. Well, I, I can't believe it actually, but you know it's because we look bad. I mean, let's call it how. <laughs> We looked bad in that UAB series. We didn't. We didn't look like conference championships champions then. But you know, it's not about you know how you look. You know, in the regular season, you just have to make sure that it's important that you just learn from that type of stuff. Like all that is losses are good if you can learn from them. If not, then you continue just, to look. Go ahead, Thomas. No, nah, I was just saying like yeah, like, losses like I mean it's a lesson like. Ain't really no lot. Like we learned from, we got better. Uh, going to the tournament, like yeah, what JJ said. Yeah, and I don't think Bruni. He, I don't think he took into account that we won the conference championship the year before. We have guys on the other team that won. That won. I think that's important. Just man, important. nobody do like everybody forget about last year, and then they gonna put you know who they gonna put first place, mm-hmm. and then we probably we gonna be number four. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> we yeah it's it's fun because like like you said y'all come off that three games and we predicted y'all we were like they're gonna sweep UAB we go into that series, oh, we're I like, did I was we're like, like UAB squads I, I we're like we're like they're gonna sweep UAB it's not a problem they're gonna yeah. win the, the and then to lose them it wasn't even that like yeah UAB's just zone their pressure is just super annoying to play against obviously um but it was just like damn man. Then the shooting started falling a little bit, and it was just like, man, can these guys get done? And it's and then you add the Middle Tennessee game, right? And so we'll go in the conference tournament from there. So they add the Middle Tennessee game because you don't get the buy at that point. And I was like, you know, maybe the Middle Tennessee game will give them a spark at that point. And I feel like, and y'all can correct me or you know add on to this, whatever. The Middle Tennessee game ended up doing that because the first half was kind of like a continuation. It was like of the struggles in a sense. And, you know, that my middle Tennessee was shooting well, scoring that second half was different. Yeah. That second half was, was what y'all ended up being and lockdown defense, hitting shots, JV on taking over down the stretch. Like that was, that was the difference there. That game was huge. Yeah. That game, like middle Tennessee, they did, they came out hot though. Like honestly, mm-hmm. but you know, we just stayed, like we just stayed the course like throughout the game and said, Second half, we turned up a little bit more, but you know, we played, we played, we were solid in that first half, but they were just hot, like they, they was hitting, kind of like uh, uh, the way Villanova came out, but uh, they just didn't, they just never miss again. But uh, Middle Tennessee, <laughs> they, they eventually start missing, and then we we just turned it up in the second half. We was able to uh, get stops consistently and consecutively. Yeah, just I, I also that game was a good picture of just our team because like we got middle Tennessee's best shot. I mean, dudes and miss a free throw, bad free throw shooting team, yeah. bad yeah. team. And they were shooting high percentages in both areas. But I mean, that didn't really rattle us or anything. We were, we just stayed even kill and we just kept trying to execute the game plan. And, and I think that's just kind of how our season kind of went the highs and lows. We just kind of, like he said, stayed the course and, and just kept, you know, controlling what we could. Then you move on to the the Old Dominion game. That was obviously super physical. Uh, y'all didn't get a chance to play them earlier this that season. Um, what was it kind of almost like a, a uh, not necessarily UAB part two, but did they kind of come out the same way phys- physically? 
Uh, yeah, I would I would say so. Um, we knew we knew going into that game how physical of a team ODU was, and like we learned from the UAB loss, so we physically, um, you could say we got bullied and against UAB. So going into the conference tournament, we just told as a team, we're just like we're not. That's not gonna happen again. So we were mentally and physically prepared for that ODU game, and I think it showed. Yeah, we no, know. yeah, I remember. I remember uh, my father, Brody, but no, you I remember JJ, JJ said, "Say, man, I ain't, I ain't never get bullied like that no more at the UAB game. So, I, mean, I ain't never get bullied like that." No <laughs> that's all. And, and <laughs> go ahead, I ain't gonna get bullied. <laughs> I ain't gonna get bullied. Since. Bro, that's that's the thing. So it was the the the, the even before that game though, because the only two series y'all struggled with were obviously the the La Tech series and the UAB series. Like those were the. The, mm-hmm. three three losses and those were the two teams that really like physically gave gave y'all problems there but in the conference tournament we talked about this on the, the podcast the difference was old dominion la tech western y'all physically beat the hell out of them like that was the difference it's just a something changed at that point so i want to know how you go from regular season like i know it's a different mentality you have but like how did y'all change that drastically of being a fit like Zach was a monster. You Thomas were monster. Like Abu came into his own physically. Like what changed at that point physically on the inside? Uh, honestly, I think like everybody was bought in like on on winning and uh, taking coaching because mm-hmm. uh, they know what it's going to take to win. The coaches know and they preach it to us every day. So. I mean, it's either you bought in or you you ain't gonna like you ain't gonna play or you ain't gonna be here. So you know the guys that that was bought in, you see they was on the they was on the floor giving effort and doing doing what we needed, and it was just and, and whatever they had to do to impact winning. Like everybody did their part, everybody did their job and took took care of what they had to do. We was physical that the whole whole four games, the whole tournament. Uh, we were a tougher team, so I mean that's what that's what that's what we preach. So we just went out there and did that. For sure. Yeah, and exactly what Thomas was saying. We were all just kind of bought in on winning, and I think on the outside, I think people and you do need talent to win. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, this we need uh, this talent to do this talent to do," and then you get into the games and you physically get bullied. And it's like the talent kind of goes out the window. It's like, are you tough enough to? actually grind those games out and and come out with the win so we I mean we we lived it throughout the year in our losses and and go like he said kind of going into the conference tournament it was just about winning and we knew we had to be the tougher team and, and that's kind of what we try to do um each game uh Bernie do you want to talk about the La one or do you want to go to Western? Uh, let's just, I mean let's just go Western because I had the La Tech one win was pretty yeah uh so so Reem told me before that game that that was the most he said that this is the most confident he's ever felt in a in a game in terms of y'all winning and then y'all come out to that 17-0 start what was what was y'all's mentality going out there because no one expected that I think I mean y'all shut up the gym <laughs> I, I, would say, I would say obviously obviously like we came out to a hot start but even throughout the whole conference tournament we would we got to give a credit to like our coaches and and their plan like our defensive plans and our scouting reports and things like that like we just try to you know execute that as as to the highest levels we could and 
obviously on the offensive end, it comes down to making shots and things like that. But like I said, like guys that have won championships before, um, guys that have been in those moments before, it's just, you know, it's I don't think that's thought about enough entering those type of games. Like we've had players that have won those games before, and I think that's important. Um, and so I think it showed, honestly, in that first – for I don't know what was it five six minutes of the game yeah. something like that. I, I, I was I was like I know this ain't it like I know they <laughs> as we got out to the seventeen nine like all right now I'm, I'm waiting on them to score I'm ready to them, uh, do something. I mean it was like all right, we came out uh, like uh, when a mentality to really like step like step on next honestly just to uh, come out there uh, be physical on defense. And then the game plan defensively, I mean, we executed that well. So, I mean, we we contested every shot and we gave up, like, what, what we were supposed to. Yeah. Bassie, uh, yeah, Bassie. Yeah, Bassie. Like three. him shooting threes, I mean, we hit that, like, God bless him. And then number 20, I can't think of his name. He okay. hit a jumper, you know. We'll live with it. And then, you know, just, you can't, you can't, up. Oh, you can't give the whole scout report now. <laughs> hey man, half of them gone, boy, man. Hey, yeah, gone, man. Hey, Ignite's boy, gone too. I th- no, Rawls is gone. Working Rawls that game. Been working that game, man. Hey, anybody who watched that <laughs> game, anybody who watched that game knew the scouting report. You, yeah, you, like, exactly. it, it wasn't the like, secret. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. But uh, no, so then I mean, at that after y'all go up seventeen zero, um, they start swinging back at at the halftime. After half, they cut it. They continue to cut it. You go on a scoring drought at that point. And I know we, we, I've talked to Zach after the game. I think – I don't remember who else I talked to after the game. And it was just like we just were confident. We just knew we were going to pull it out somehow. And that was like the underlying vibe of like that entire game was just like we know we're going to do this. Like it doesn't matter that they're down – y'all are down seven points with three minutes left. And I feel like that goes to what y'all were saying of like you can't underestimate the fact that y'all have won in those situations. And that's not a disrespect to Western Kentucky because they're great players um, and they have one in their own rights. But um, that was – and I feel like it helped not playing them in the regular season. Is that just me? Uh, uh, I don't know because that also, like, we played them, like, we – the seeding is different too. I don't know. I think uh, we got uh, – I feel like our draw was good. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked about it as soon as – as soon as we lost at UAB or the next day, just kind of when everything got released. I don't know, everything. And then Thomas talked about us playing UAB later on in the year helped us too, maybe than playing them early on. So I don't know. I think it all kind of just worked out, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then y'all, I mean, at that point, it, y'all go down seven with three minutes left pretty much. Uh, I've heard from everybody pretty much about what the mindset was, but just we're just going to keep with it. But I think Grant, Coach McCaslin said something that I thought was really interesting after the game. He was just kind of – he said he told y'all Western Kentucky isn't a team that's going to close the door in a sense. They're going to give y'all a, an opportunity back and because they, they're a great team. They're super talented, but they are, they do turn the ball over a lot. They have a high, super high turnover percentage. Uh, so was that in the back of y'all's minds at all? And did y'all kind of conversate that like, all right, if we just keep with it, maybe they'll make a mistake, and that's that's our hope. Yeah, I mean, we were just going – you know, surrender, put up the right flag. You know, we had to keep playing. And I feel like, uh, you know, they you – know, with the way they play, you know, and the way we play defensively, you know, it's always a chance that they're going to 
uh, turn it over, get a charge call. Uh, you know, they I mean, they play like loosely and free. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's always a chance where any anything happens. So we got to be on point, you know, defensively and still do what we got to do uh, like, like we did in the first half and, uh, you know, uh, keep our on the go. Now, uh, Thomas, did you see how high Coach McCaslin jumped whenever you hit that three in overtime? <laughs> no, I heard, I heard him behind There's me. a picture. <laughs> what, what did you hear him? What did you hear him? Did he just yell? Or he, he was like, he was like, yeah, Thomas, yeah, Thomas. And I mean, he got, he got loud once I hit it, though. Like, he was loud in the crowd, though. The crowd was loud. He was, <laughs> I heard, I heard him. He was directly in my ear, like, behind me when I shot it. Like, every time I shot from the corner, I heard him like he was like, "Yeah, Tommy, like cheering me on." Yeah, I, I, that man had like a forty-inch vertical on that play. <laughs> he did, he did. <laughs> so uh, definitely did. Um, uh, one more question about mentality. Um, I we kind of it's kind of backtracking a sec, but when y'all were down seven, Zach specifically kind of shocked me because he would constantly laugh and smile at. Bassey or in timeouts when y'all were still down seven and he just kept saying we're going to win this and he wasn't worried at all so how does how I mean because obviously that was a whole team thing what what kind of galvanized that because obviously you guys weren't you know holding out for hope that Western would mess up you you all truly believe that you were going to pull this out so so what is it what goes into that mentality um I honestly so I didn't see that I rewatched the game and I think we were down five. He makes the layup. They call timeout. We're down three, and you can see him kind of just smiling, like laughing, and we're not laughing, but just smiling. When yeah. he winked at somebody, yeah, you know how he is. He's so cool, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's that's just kind of Z. Uh, I honestly, I don't think I've ever asked him about it, but I honestly couldn't tell you why he was smiling and winking. But I mean, we all we all believed. That we were gonna win. I mean, no matter how it looked. I mean, obviously from the fans, they're a little worried because we're down three. But I mean, I don't. I just feel like we just believe we were gonna win the game, no matter what it was gonna look like or take. We just thought we were gonna win, like going into it. So uh, I don't know, Thomas. You you know why he he winked? And, and... <laughs> Man, oh, that's your boy. That's your roommate. Hey. I mean, but hey, shout out tournament Drez at the end of the day, championship yeah, Drez. Yes, sir. I mean, Big Reem shots. calls him stacks now, he said. So hey, <laughs> whatever, whatever works, whatever works. Put some point. respect on that man name. Hey, man. he's hoop, he hooped now. He hooped in the tournament, man. That's just crazy, man. And and that's what like coach always talks about the junior college players. I mean, y'all know this coming in to their own as the season wears on. You know, Reese did it last year. It's the same type of thing uh, with Drez. Yeah. Like that has to be such a has to be such a good feeling for for y'all as you know to come in there and maybe get to a slow starter to a sense in a sense and then just find your footing and then really take off at that point. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like like every year. Like I, I was talking to Drez early in the year. You know, he was kind of you know he was kind of down on himself because you know you know things were going too well, but. I mean, like coming from from coming from Jugo, coming from how he was, I think he averaged 16, 17. The same thing I did coming from uh, my Jugo, and then coming here averaging probably six points. And that dude, like that, can affect you in a way. But you know, you still gotta go out there and plus you when you start, so you still gotta go out there, impact winning, 
uh, maintain a positive attitude to your teammates on, and then you know continue to work on your game and, and, and stay the course. That's why that's why I love like how JJ JJ like tell everybody that like stay the course. I mean it's true, you know it, it ain't it, it's, it's facts for real, you know. And, uh, and I, I was happy for Jerez when he came in when he had a good tournament, good uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, I was I was I was happy for him to see that happen because I mean. It was uh, it was all meant to be because he was he was really like he was down on himself, but you know that's what happened when you stayed close. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and for that's just uh, sake. Like you got to think about it too. This is a, a different year where, at that point in the year, we would have played like thirty games. You got to think so. There weren't as many games this year too, and so. Once I saw the fro and we got on the bus, I told Drez like y'all weren't with his best practice he's ever had at UNT. He had the fro. And so I told him once I saw the fro on the bus going to Frisco, I was like, hey, man, like, good things are about to happen. And, and <laughs> it. <laughs> there you go. That's a great story. Um, <laughs> and I was glad after, after the West Kentucky game, um, you know, I was kind of able to celebrate with y'all from a distance, you know, right there. Y'all right in front of me. You know what I mean? Just right there. So that, that was a that was a fun experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, shout out to Colin, man, for picking us to win. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I was I was he, waiting. I'm, I can't tell you how many people at the end, very end of the game, at the ODU game, and then in the locker room with y'all were t- coming up to me just like, "Thanks for picking us." <laughs> like, I was like, "You're welcome." I guess y'all did it. So, um, but right, like we did winning, anything. <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking of winning, though, so what it feel like finally winning after, after you know having it, the whole thing basically canceled last year, and then doing it again basically claiming your rightful spot uh um man i don't think there's anything better than when for at least for me right now winning the conference championship like confetti dropping cutting nets like you basically all your hard work from the summer all the way up until now it's just it, it pays off so it's just that's the and then you know our season was cut short last year and and just to come back and do it again, I think it just shows that, um, you know, what we've built here is is real. And um, it's just a credit to all the players and coaches. And, you know, it's just it just goes to show that, you know, what what our coaches have kind of taught us and yeah. the work we put in is proven. And so that's that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. And one, one more thing before we get to the NCAA tournament. Um I wanted to, because Ruben obviously got hurt at the last game. What I want to know what that moment was where y'all saw Ruben play and you're like, "Oh, this guy can, this guy can play at this level." Like off rip. Like, was there a moment y'all remember? I know Thomas got a good story. I know oh, go ahead, did. Thomas. <laughs> hey, no, you remember? Uh, I think it was a practice. It was a practice. Uh, we were doing probably uh two minute game, two minute, four minute game. Uh. And Ruben, it was a player or something. Ruben had drove middle or something. And somebody had curled. I think he fake pass and then threw it behind the back pass on the money. Like it was in traffic. <laughs> I look, I look, yeah, that boy special. Curry Park as I've ever seen. I don't know. I don't know if you remember that, JJ. I, I remember it. I remember. I mean, but then then he comes out and in those like Mississippi Valley State games and stuff, he's throwing no look passes anyways. And so I'm like, okay. Yeah. 
that's yeah, when you know it's like he's coming. Yeah, he got he got that he got that the swag to him. Yeah, he's too tough. Yeah, man. I want to I want to shout him out before we move on. Um, all right, let's let's go to the NCAA tournament here because man, at that point, y'all get there to Indianapolis like the day after y'all win the conference tournament. Um, there's the selection show. You're playing Purdue. Um, I didn't know too much about Purdue at that point, but what was the game? What was game planning for them like? What was getting to know them like? And just how did y'all kind of handle all that going into that game? Uh, I mean, the game plan. You no, know, even though they had like, you know, they had a footer. Uh, seven. What was it? Seven four. Seven four. Yeah. And they had a six ten guy. They had size. You know the game plan. You know, uh, we just planned accordingly to what they had. But it's been pretty much the same just uh, every year. You know, no no middle. Yeah. Uh, rim help. Uh, the post defense. Uh, changed. Uh, the post defense was was basically the same. Uh, you know, nothing changed for real. I, I have a we question have- I, because the, the whole time I, I like leading up to that game, I felt really good about show winning. Colin, we, we both did for the most part because we watched them play and we're just like, this team doesn't look like they're, they didn't look like when, when I watched Villanova play, I was like, these guys can shoot the hell out the ball and they're really disciplined. They don't turn the ball over. Um, Purdue, I felt like y'all matched up with them really well. Did, did y'all feel that way watching them, or did were y'all like, "All right, we're gonna have to work for"? The, I mean, not obviously. I knew it was, you knew it was gonna be difficult, but did y'all feel like y'all matched up with them well? It was more like when we, once we got on the flow, like we start playing. Honestly, like I mean, we feel like we play with anybody. You know, we feel like we could have beat uh, Villanova, but I mean, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, like once you get on the court, you know, you uh, got to take care of business. And uh, and we, I mean, we honestly feel like we play anybody. Yeah, and yeah. go ahead, JJ. Yeah, because I mean, we played since we we talked about it after the game, not before, but since we've been here, we played a lot of good, like a good non-conference and had yeah. wars in conference. But like that alone, we when we got out there, it felt like another game for us, just because we've been through. A bunch of that stuff and we were so as a team we were so confident we didn't see it until after the game but coach mac sent us the screenshot in the locker room we're, before the game we're going to celebrate yeah. after the game so you put in the locker room <laughs> this is where we're going through so that's how where that we were going to win that game and this just shows how confident he was in us that we were going to you know, get the job done. So that's that's that was crazy. I saw it after the game. I was like, "Whoa, he's never done this before." <laughs> so uh, I get this is toward the end of the game. Uh, Trayvon Williams comes down, dunks the ball, ties it up. He's celebrating. Purdue obviously in his Indiana. They have tons of fans there. What was it like to one hear that many fans after you know COVID and everything, and then two handling the crowd and kind of using it you know to bounce back. Um. <laughs> It's fine. It's finally good to hear some after this year. The pivot post be packed. <laughs> All we heard was quick, quick crickets in there. Somebody got a dunk. So I mean, it was actually. It, I mean, it was fun. It was different. It's probably different for some guys. Uh, not being the experience, you know, the real college atmosphere for uh some of the new guys coming in. But you know, everybody handled it pretty, pretty well. 
you know, that's what everybody wants. That's what I mean. It's everybody like journey to play in the yeah. tournament, uh, right. experience that. So, you know, I'm pretty sure when nobody like scared or, or like, uh, you know, didn't, didn't want it. I think I'm pretty everybody was just, you know, into it. Yeah. I guess you could say that was like our welcome to March Madness moment. Um, but like, like, we're older though, so it's not like we we haven't seen somebody like you know seen somebody dunk the ball or anything. So we right. just yeah yeah. Playing like I mean we got to go try to go win so, but it was it was a good experience kind of like Thomas said to actually hear people <laughs> in the crowd was just nice. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a that was an amazing environment. I loved I loved that game. That was so much fun. Um, I mean, I let's just get to the, the. I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything else from the Purdue game besides just the emotions that y'all had afterwards. Uh, that's obviously an unforgettable feeling. Uh. Thomas, you made the one shining moment. Uh, what was, did you see that? Oh yeah, I seen it. Con- congratulations, congratulations! It's <laughs> a big deal. Um, I mean, did y'all have anything after after the game or a moment or anything like that that you feel like you'll you'll never forget? Besides, I guess the actual game. <laughs> or is it all just a blur? I guess at this point. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, it just feels good because we know, like, we believe that we can get that far, but we know, like, people didn't think we would mm-hmm. get that far. So it's just like the feeling of that yeah. and doing that's never been done before. I don't even think you can really describe it. For sure, for sure. Yeah, right. that's what I like, like proving, like you know, proving everybody, proving everybody wrong. I know a lot of people doubt us. You know, that's I mean, that's when I feel like honestly. Uh, I don't know about, you know, everybody else or JJ. That's when I feel like I'm at my best, you know, playing from behind or playing from the bottom and have to prove people wrong, you know. For sure. Uh, I mean, that was really the, the fun part. For sure. I've I've been curious about this all season, right? Because obviously we had the whole situation where um, I had the player rankings out and, you know, everyone, Javion was like, I'm too low and all this stuff. And then – uh, y'all talk about people doubting y'all, right? And so then after y'all win the championship, or after y'all win the game against Purdue, I saw on Reem's story, Dress pulled out his phone and looked up an ESPN article where he, where there was like, Purdue's just better or something like that. How do you balance, how much of y'all's motivation would you say is internal and how much is external? I mean, um, for uh, I don't know. For me, I don't really pay attention to a lot of stuff, and and a lot of the time it's like people telling, like outside people telling you, like, "Hey, this person said this." Like, mm-hmm. I don't think even Javion knew about some of the stuff, but it's like, "Hey, what do you think about yeah, so ranking you da 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 behind so and so?" He's like, "Huh? Mm-hmm. He got me on who? He got me as a reserve on what?" <laughs> and so it's just like. It kind of catches you off guard a little bit, but um, I think you just, I mean, it, it, it can fuel you a little bit, um, and you just kind of try to drown it out and just focus on, you know, getting better, and that's kind of how I look at it. I don't know. What about no, you, Tom? For sure. I mean, like, honestly, for me, like, my, like, like, my mother just come for me, like, where I come from, not a lot of people, like, make it out. And, you know, I feel like I'm just, I'm doubted, like, every day, so. And you know, I know people people gonna doubt me. I feel like everybody doubt me, especially you know, like when I'm when I'm playing. I feel like everybody doubt me. So I mean, 
know, if you ain't on my team, like, you know, you the opposition. So, mm-hmm. and like you, I'm going, I'm going against you. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all, it's all with you basically. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, that's, I don't pay attention like to what the media got to say, like stuff on mm-hmm. Twitter. I don't even, like, I don't even got to it no more. I don't even like pay attention to the media at all. Mm-hmm. But it's just me. Like, I mean, that's how I live. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, it's all internal. And then just like the other stuff is kind of just like fuel to the fire at that point. Like, you don't yeah, need like, Yeah, it's like, just, if you got a problem, like, with my team and the people that I'm around, like, my circle, then like, you got a problem with me, basically. Like, we going at you. Yes. There you go. I, yeah, I, I, think, it just, dude, I think it's, it makes winning better, too. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you win. It's like, okay, like, these people got to, you know, eat eat their shit. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. I no, I feel that. I feel that hundred percent. I mean, yeah. It's any any pickup game anyone's ever played in or anything like that, you talk at that point. So that's why that's why I've always been understanding at that point. It's like anything. I remember after the old Dominion game, Coach Mack was like. Uh, I, I asked the question. He's like, hey, man, you're the one that doubted JV on the whole time. I want you to go ask him. I was like, I want to go ask him because it's never been a, a beef for nothing. It's always just been I completely respect it and I want to like unravel it in a sense, I guess. I don't know. But that's so what I'm always We should thinking. thank you, basically. What's up? We should thank you, basically, for pissing them off. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's what Reem kept telling me. I'm like, bro, I didn't – I am – I'm a nobody compared. I mean, that's that's JV on Hamlet, man. That's Conference USA Player of the Year. He don't need me to go off. If I didn't put out a single ranking, that man would have done what he did. Oh, you're right. And you know, funny yeah. before that, he he's somebody that speaks stuff into existence. And so mm-hmm. before even, well, I don't know. Whenever you're putting all that stuff out, he was just like, oh, just wait, just wait till we win this. He said, I got some for Rooney. Like I got some for, him. and it was just, and I don't know if you've seen the caption like. What like some people after they win championships, they're like, what can they say? And it's just like for all the doubters, like what, like what can you say anymore? Like there's nothing you can say. <laughs> but uh, let's let's get to the Nova game because um, that was a game where we knew that they were a machine, basically of sorts, like of just kind of it doesn't matter what they do, they kind of just plug in and play. Um, w- y'all started off, I think it was twenty-one to twelve. At that point, I had to start the game. And it was basically rolling the same way y'all had always ro- rolled. Like, y'all, the people y'all wanted to shoot were shooting jumpers. Er- Robinson Earl shot a couple. Uh, y'all were able to get to the rim. You had the Reese lob. Y'all hit some shots. Uh, what, just, what did y'all see early on that was working? And did you, did you even see it coming, the, the, the Villanova avalanche? I mean, honestly, that was just... They just they really caught fire. Now I mean you can yeah you can't see that coming you know, yeah. but how they were shooting, uh like was I think I can't pronounce his name Arch the number four yeah Archie that Archie Diakno dude hit yeah. two threes yeah he, he, yeah he ain't hit a three all year he hit two threes I was and then sure. and then one of their bigs hit a jab step three I mean they played they played you know they they played it one of their best games. They shot the ball well, and then that's really just got them going. And then, like once they got back in the lead, I mean, they were locked in defensively. That good defensive team, well coached. I mean, and then we just got Villanova after that. 
Yeah, I think we we talked about it as a game. That's probably a team where we probably needed like the week prep um, for just because we had a day and just the way they play. We kind of we just didn't feel like. I mean, it's easy to say afterwards, and they didn't really miss. So it's it's that's even harder to kind of talk about the game. But maybe we we don't think we kind of did what got us there as far as like being a tougher team and, and guarding the way we use a guard. And we kind of felt like that may have played a part in it a little bit. But like I said, it's kind of hard to even talk about game plans and all that stuff with the dudes were just making a lot of shots. Yeah, and I don't even feel like we played – we played – we didn't play bad. Like, we played hard defensively. Mm-hmm. We played – we got good shots. We got – we still was getting good shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't meant to be even no, I guess so. Yeah, yeah it, it happens, man. It's basketball. At, that, at, the, at the end of the day, you know, like, people be shooting like that sometimes. Yeah. And that was just – I just uh, – I was sitting there with Colin the whole time. It's just like, all right, man. Like, what are we doing here? Like, what, <laughs> like, what are we doing here, man? <laughs> percent from three. I'm like, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. So, but, yeah, that was just a – it was it – was, and like you said, even if they don't shoot that well, it's be it'd be a really good game, like a really interesting game. Um, so, but I mean, at the end of the day, they, were, they played well, and so I would have loved to see all against Baylor, um, but that would have been that would have been a fun game as well, but it didn't happen, so that's all right. Um, I do want to ask about the bubble though. Uh, first of all, did y'all get to see Mo? Oh yeah, yeah, we got to see Mo. Hey, yeah, uh, yeah. How's how's Mo doing? He's good. Yeah, he's good. good. It was good in the bubble. For sure, for sure. And then I know y'all had that Texas situation where they basically brushed y'all to the side and said, hey, get out the way. Texas is coming through. Is that what happened? Yeah, that was – I ain't going to speak on that. You ain't gonna speak on. Wait, it. what happened? I don't know what. I don't know what you happened. You don't know what happened, Colin? No. Did, did either of y'all want to tell the story? If not, I mean, it's cool. I'm just. Yeah, I mean, like, no. Nah, basically, like, what happened was, I don't know if they have our rooms ready or what. So, like, once we got there, we just gonna go to the elevator get to our rooms. And so, dude, one of our ambassadors, he walked us to the elevator. He didn't know where, where he was going in the first place. Like, he took us to the wrong elevator or whatever. And he took us to the wrong floor. And so then he telling us we got to sit down on the floor and wait. Like, we just wait for, like, hour 30 – no, probably not hour 30 minutes, but at least 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I see Texas, they walk in here. Then they get on the elevator. They go into that room. They good. They Gucci. So we just sitting on the floor. We eat, we eat some, some, some meatloaf, mystery meat, and some rice <laughs> on the floor, like, waiting on our rooms. I'm like, why is it not, why is it not ready, though? Like, that's, that's disrespectful for me, but, I mean, you know – Good. Yeah, they they had a whole week to prepare the rooms, man. Yeah, like, you know, people people know what they're doing. (laughs) Hey, man, that's all right. That's why they went home early. They weren't they weren't (laughs) tested like y'all on that first day. (laughs) They weren't eating meatloaf off the ground like y'all. Yeah, you don't do that to no goal now. (laughs) (laughs) Let them know, Tommy. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. All right, man. You you got anything else, Colin? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Man, that was that was fun. Well. All right, guys. Um, that's all we have for y'all. Uh, we appreciate y'all coming on, talking to us real quick. Uh, you know, running through the season. Uh, again, congratulations on y'all's success, y'all's terrific season. Um, and congratulations on coming back, man. We're excited to see what y'all do next year. 
Uh, y'all got a bunch of talent already, and you know y'all have uh, spots on the roster that are going to be filled uh, over the coming weeks and whatnot. So um, I'm excited to see how it plays out. But thank y'all, thank y'all for coming on. The reason I want to get on with Thomas is y'all don't know this, but we were we were uh, probably about a year ago now. We were we were talking about starting a podcast during during the uh, the quarantine. It fell through. Because of some some technical problems, but you know, that that could be in play in the future. Oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> hey, that's a quick promo. If JJ and Thomas's podcast uh, might be coming soon, might not be coming soon. You know, you never know. But right, uh, gonna look out for that. Hey, right, talk. What's up? What's up? Hey man, that, I'll listen to that all the time. I will subscribe. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, man, we appreciate y'all for coming on. And uh, yeah, man, we'll talk to y'all later.